0: Star Wars: Seven by Seven, Episode Three Thousand One Hundred and Seventy Nine. Pabu is Episode Thirteen from Season Two of The Bad Batch. We're so close to the end of the season, I can't believe it. Anyway, we're gonna do <laughs> a review of the episode with our patented seven takeaway breakdown. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor. I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So Pabu is a quiet little episode of sorts. It does start off with a bang though. What a fun action sequence it has with the crew working with Fiji once again. And this is our first takeaway. It seems that the Bad Batch has swapped one provider for another at this point because... The Genoa situation we discover is not necessarily a job that was authorized by or farmed out by Sid and it's not one that Fee, you know, let Sid know about or anything like that because of the communication that we get from Sid at the beginning of the episode after of course all the action has happened and for a second takeaway, let's talk about that particular situation. It's a little bit more troublesome now than it might have been earlier in the season. So, Sid obviously is threatening the bad Batch and saying, yeah, this is for our mutual benefit, and basically implying that she'll turn them into the Empire if they don't get back to work for her. But... While Admiral Rampart had been in charge of stuff going on with the clones and getting the Imperial military up and running, it would have been a good thing at that point if Sid had tried to turn the Bad Batch into him because he wouldn't have wanted to hear it and he probably just would have terminated Sid. So yeah, obviously there are downsides to that situation. But for the Bad Batch, it would have been good because Rampart was trying to cover up the survival of the Bad Batch. That, of course, is no longer the case with Rampart taking the fall for the machinations that were happening with clones and the Imperial military back in the Season 7 and 8 mid-season bonanza. So, yes, Cid is actually potentially dangerous to them, and it seems like ghosting her is not the greatest way to have gone about things. But that's exactly what the Bad Batch seems to have been (laughs) done based on what Cid's message is like. For a third takeaway, I wanna bring Tech back into our discussions. So The Crossing earlier in the season was really a big episode for Tech where he talked to Omega about losing Echo and about how He feels things differently and people express things differently and just because he expresses things differently It doesn't mean that he doesn't feel any less deeply by comparison And since then he and Omega have been developing a stronger bond and certainly there's evidence of it here when tech gets hot under the collar, like, almost immediately when Fee starts talking about what Omega needs and that she needs something different in her life. He is very protective of her right off the bat, and you see moments of that throughout the episode where Tech seems to very particularly be expressing care and concern for Omega, but also realizing that, yeah, maybe Fee has a point about her needing to have something resembling a normal life and normal experience with normal friends her age. For a fourth takeaway, let's talk about Fi Genoa. Wanda Sykes is certainly having a great time voicing this character. And gosh, I'm actually at the point where I believe Fi Genoa in the sense that, you know, she's been described as a pirate, but she describes herself as a liberator of ancient treasures, right? So, what she's doing on Pabu, recovering artifacts from people who have been refugees for various reasons from the Clone Wars to what's going on with the Empire and bringing pieces of their cultural and social history home to them on Pabu. I'm Actually, starting to believe that Fijanoa might be exactly who she says she is, that she might be a legit good person in this world. Certainly, she is a scoundrel, of course, but I have a feeling that she might be able to be trusted by the Bad Batch, and that is a rare thing indeed to find in this galaxy. For a fifth thing, let's talk about the sea surge that happens. You know, <laughs> This is one of those things where suspension of disbelief comes in, right? Like, there hasn't been a sea surge in more than three decades, and it just so happens to happen the one day that the Bad Batch shows up on Pabu. I mean, what are the chances, right? But I gotta tell you, I've been through a lot of earthquakes from when I grew up in Southern California. I've been through the Silmar Quake, the Whittier Quake, the Landers Quake, the Northridge Quake, and... I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that when I go out to Los Angeles, anytime I do, and that includes my most recent trip out for Celebration Anaheim last year, it always goes through my head. Gee, it's been X amount of years since the Northridge quake, and there hasn't been a really big one in LA since. I wonder if it's going to happen while I'm out in California. Like It always goes through my head. So for me at least, there's not much disbelief to be suspended. I can totally buy into the situation happening. And I gotta say, the folks working on the animation for The Bad Batch this season are really doing some amazing stuff. With the tsunami that happens in this episode, with the avalanche that happened in the previous episode of The Outpost, the work that they're doing is just beautiful and stunning. It is a step up from anything that they've done in the past. For a sixth thing, we'll talk about the respite that Hunter decides they're going to take on Pabu and stay for however many rotations it takes to help the people rebuild Lower Pabu. And, you know, several rotations to rebuild, I think it's going to be a few more than several rotations, quite honestly. And I don't know if the Bat Batch is going to be around for all of it, quite honestly, because we've only got three episodes left and we know stuff is brewing with Crosshair and a plot to get a hold of Omega somehow. So yeah, all of that has to get put in motion. And I do think about The Phantom Menace and about how the Naboo were sending broadcasts out to try and find Queen Amidala so that way, you know, they could make contact somehow and, you know, the Death Trolls catastrophic from Sao Bibble. you know, that one, right? And Obi-Wan telling them, like, it's a trick, don't send any transmission, don't reply, but there was still a trace done where they could find out where she was and send Maul to Tatooine, okay, right? So I'm wondering if they're going to be able to find the Bad Batch somehow by establishing some sort of communication to Fijinoa with Pabu. I don't know, but something's going to happen that's getting them off planet to go deal with Crosshair and deal with the threat to Omega. Like, it's got to happen somehow but there is something wonderful about the fact that they are about to get if not you know a break a vacation or anything like that they are going to be able to relax at some level because they're not on the run they're not on a mission their lives are not in immediate danger they have the opportunity to be helpful in a way that feels good and the fact that you as a viewer can feel that for them, to feel grateful that they have this opportunity to breathe for a little while. That's a testament to the writing team and to the acting by Dee Bradley Baker and by Michelle Ong. This is just tremendous for them and that you feel it so strongly at the end of the episode is just, again, it's been a wonderful season so far and going way too fast and for a seventh and final takeaway just a fun fact it was fantastic to see a familiar name in the credits Steve Blum who's probably best known as the voice of Zeb in Star Wars Rebels returned to voice a couple of characters in this episode too so that was a a great little thing to see at the end and that's what I've got for you on our seven takeaway breakdown of Pabu which is episode 13 from season 2 of the Bad Batch and that's gonna do it for this episode of the show it just remains for me to say thank you so